0: Hello and welcome to Voices from the Frontline from the Christian Medical Fellowship in the UK. And part of what we're doing is going around the world to hear from voices from healthcare workers on the frontline of the COVID-19 crisis. And we are truly going worldwide. We're in New Zealand today and I'm delighted to welcome Helen Saunders, who's a GP in Auckland who works with newly arrived refugees and asylum seekers. Welcome to the podcast, Helen.
1: Thank you. Nice to be here.
0: Well, it's great to have you. Now, usually you're a GP, as I've just said, but, but what's happened in the last few weeks um, with coronavirus arriving with your work?
1: Yes, I usually uh, work at a unique centre where all our refugees and asylum seekers live uh, and I do health screening. But with the arrival of COVID in other countries, New Zealand acted very quickly and removed us, uh, our entire staff, so that we could be focused on public health.
0: Amazing. Now you've got some really interesting things to share with us about um, what you're doing. So we understand that the measures that you're taking in New Zealand differ from those in in the UK. Can you just tell us a bit about that, given that you're on the very front line of of the tracing and and dealing with suspected cases?
1: Yes, so uh, our cases first started coming through overseas travel, predominantly from the UK and America. And our first case wasn't until the 5th of March. Uh, Our Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern, took a bold step, I think, and completely locked down the country in less than three weeks. So on the 25th of March, we are all in household isolation. Yeah, and the other thing is that uh, that there was infrastructure set up straight away to start tracing all the cases and all the household contacts of these people.
0: Great, so just give us a little feel of what a typical day might look like. So you're going in tomorrow. Um, what are the sort of things that you're doing um, as a you know, public health physician at this time?
1: So there are really two parts to my work. I'm either part of a team, there's 10 teams who are doing case scoping in the Auckland region. So we every new case gets uh, spoken to and we track down all their contacts, both close and casual contacts. We decide who in that group needs to be tested and then we pass that case on to another team of about 20 nurses and doctors who are doing symptom checkings, checking every day. So every day our role, tomorrow my role will be to be part of that team and we will ring the case uh, every day to check on their well-being, make sure they've not needed to be hospitalised. And once they are better, we will then uh, also be checking each household contact for a further 14 days to make sure they don't develop the illness. If anybody develops the illness or tests positive, they become a case and then the whole tracking of them begins again. So the idea is if we can contain this virus within households and shut it down through really good isolation techniques, we may have a chance to uh, combat this virus better than other countries.
0: Mm, yeah, thank you for that. It'll be really interesting to see, obviously, with a retrospectoscope, what actually happens um, in the coming weeks and months. Thank you. Um, I wonder if you just share a little bit about yourself personally, your personal feeling about going into this. I know that you, you, you shared with me you have a health condition that's giving you pause for thought as you've, as you've gone into this, into this role.
1: Yes, I, I developed an inflammatory arthritis in my 20s and have been on significant immunosuppressing medication since then. As a result, when this virus emerged, I understood that I'd be at higher risk. I'm also closer to 60 than closer to 20 now. Uh, And so I had to really work out, do I want to be working in this environment where potentially I could get very sick? And I uh, discussed it fully, I prayed a lot, and have decided that I need to do as much as I can at this stage, even if it involves a lot of contact with other staff. Uh, to help in this process to contain the virus, I have decided not to work clinically at this stage because of the level of immunosuppression, though. Mm.
0: Yeah, thank you. And obviously, you're involved with CMF New Zealand. In fact, you have been for a long time. Um, can you tell us of, of what that looks like and um, what impact it's had on, on on CMF New Zealand and on other Christian doctors?
1: Yes, there are a lot of um, us within the fellowship who are very busy with COVID at the moment. and It's quite a stressful time, so we're in the process of setting up some abilities for people to connect electronically with one another and discuss our approach to to this epidemic and how we can be Christians amidst the stress of our work environments. Uh, We had our national conference planned for May, and that was ready to run, uh, but we've decided to cancel that. It's a very dislocating time for people generally around the world with us all in our households. And we've also updated our directory so people have all the links of people within their local region so that they can make contact with one another. But we are much more disconnected and we have to work hard as CMF to form those connections.
0: Thank you. Yes, I think we're seeing very similar things here in the UK, which has real challenges, but also obviously great opportunities as well. Um, Helen, I wonder if you could just share some any thoughts you've had, again, reflecting on this and, and points for prayer um, as you've just been looking at the, the situation both in, in your area in the Pacific and also worldwide.
1: Yes, I guess one of my thoughts has been uh, we know that this virus will uh, affect a whole range of people and that some amongst our Christian colleagues and friends will perish through this illness. I guess the thing that's, as I've been reading scriptures, it's I'm reminded that this world is just part of our journey. And though the loss of people is tragic to those around them, the person who actually dies is in a way um, back with their saviour. So that doesn't minimise what's going on around the world. And certainly one of my prayer points has been around the Pacific, which is a very vulnerable community with very... um, not sophisticated health systems. And particularly Samoa recently had a terrible measles outbreak where a number of children died. And I've been praying that they will be spared a large outbreak of uh, coronavirus. But also in other parts of the world, in India and parts of Africa, I know the situation is much more resource restricted. And um, I keep on praying for those areas that, they, that the Christians amongst them can remain courageous and strong through this very difficult time.
0: Mm. Yeah, thank you. And one thing we were discussing um, before we hit the record button was um, about Christians' response. And I've been very aware that as Christians in healthcare, actually many of us are working, we're working far more. Um, You you certainly are, I certainly am clinically. Um, You mentioned something about a potential response that we could have. Could you just share that with us, please?
1: Yes, I was talking to one of our nurses (laughs) at work and she was saying perhaps one of our responses during this time of great economic hardship for our countries could be that some of us selectively choose to reduce our salaries so that there's enough resource for people in the community. She's a very enthusiastic Christian and she'd been suggesting it to a whole range of people who've not taken the suggestion very well. But I think as Christian colleagues it is something we should think through whether this is a time that we make a change, make a difference uh, to our countries.
0: Helen thanks so much for joining me today it's been great to chat.
1: Thanks John.
0: Great and Helen mentioned there the national conference in uh, in New Zealand so we wish you all the best with that and a chance for me just to plug uh, the UK conference which was cancelled over the weekend of the 24th to the 26th of April but on Saturday the 25th of April we will be meeting virtually please look out for invitations on our website to join us for either the morning or, th- or the afternoon. This has been another episode of Voices from the Frontline. Uh, truly global in New Zealand. We'll join you uh, next time. Bye for now.